Welcome to the Courage Over Comfort podcast. I'm Sheila Dare. This is the podcast that's meant to inspire you to step into your courage and out of your comfort zone, because that's where we learn and grow and find out what we're truly capable of. It's outside the comfort zone where all the magic happens. Hello and welcome to this very first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to start off by telling you a little bit about myself and about a time that I climbed a mountain. A couple years ago, I was going through a really hard time in my life. I had been battling for years with waves of depression and anxiety to the point where I had pain throughout my upper body, my neck, my shoulders, would radiate down my arm where my hands would be numb. I had trouble moving. And all of that was signs of all of the issues going on in my world that I wasn't addressing because I didn't know how. And it got to the point where I was just spending so much time sitting on the couch watching Netflix in my pajamas and not even wanting to go outside or visit friends or really do anything. I had lost all of my passion. I didn't know what my purpose in life was, and I had really lost who I was. One day I had gone outside to check the mail in my bathrobe that I had been wearing for several days, and along with the bills and all of the ads, was an invitation. And it said, you've been invited to climb Bellowing Summit Mountain. All expenses paid, no experience necessary. You'll have a personal guide that will teach you everything you need to know. And all I needed to do was fill out a questionnaire. And I thought, well, I don't have much else going on in my life, so why not? So I started to fill out the questionnaire, you know, name, address, age, health questions, biggest fears in life, biggest regrets, what's stopping you from living your dreams, you know, all that basic stuff. So I filled it out and sent it in and I didn't think much about it. And a couple weeks later, I got a packet in the mail from them and it said, congratulations, we can't wait to see you. And it had a ticket. I figured, what do I have to lose at this point? So I packed my bag and off I went. The day I arrived, I get out of the car And I have all my bags in hand and all my gear and everything that I was told to bring. And my guide with this huge smile on his face walks up to me and says, Hi, I'm Sam. I'm your guide for this 30-day journey up the mountain. And I'm so excited for you. And let's do this. And behind him, I realized that this mountain is so massive that I can't even see the top of it. And I thought, holy heck, what did I get myself into? And just as I was about to turn and run for the car, he grabbed my hand and looked me straight in the eye and he said, let's go. So off we went. Day one, we climbed all day. And just as night began to fall, we stopped, we set up base camp, we made our little campfire. And as we're sitting there around the campfire, Sam looks at me and he says, hey, you know, I have your questionnaire here and I just wanted to ask you something about it. I thought I was going to die of embarrassment. I did not know that the questions that I answered were going to be for any part of this journey. I thought they were just pre-qualification questions so that I would be sponsored for this trip. So 
I feel the heat rise in my neck and my face turning red. And he says, no, 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 you misunderstand. I just thought maybe we could chat about something that I read on here. And he said, Sheila, I noticed that you don't know how to swim. And still very embarrassed as an adult who doesn't know how to swim. I said, that's correct. And he said, well, that's okay. A lot of it, there's a lot of adults that don't know how to swim. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I know that you wrote down your fears about it and why you've never learned. He said, so here, look, do this tonight when you're laying down in your tent, in your sleeping bag, as you're falling asleep, I just want you to visualize what it would be like if that fear was removed and you knew how to swim. He said, that's it. Just just do that for me when you go to sleep tonight. And I thought, okay, I'll humor him. So that night, I did exactly what he asked. And the entire night, I had the most wonderful dreams. I dreamt that I was in the middle of a crystal clear blue lagoon with warmest waters I've ever been in, floating on my back with no pain in my body and not a fear in the world. And as I dreamt that I was floating on my back, I gracefully turned and started moving my arms and legs through the water and I was swimming and I was swimming through waterfalls and with fish and with tropical lush greenery all around me. And I dreamt of this wonderful experience all night long. And when I woke up the next morning, a bit of a weight had been lifted off of me. And I got out of my sleeping bag and I stretched and I smiled because I was feeling wonderful. And I step out of the tent and I looked around and we seemed to be a little higher up on the mountain than I remembered the night before. But I didn't give it much thought. I figured I was exhausted the night before and maybe I didn't really understand where we were on the mountain. So my guide walked up to me and saw the big smile on my face and he said, great, are you ready for today? Let's go. So we packed up our gear and off we went and climbed that whole day. And as nightfall came upon us, we set up base camp and sat around the fire. And as we're sitting there, my guide looks at me and says, um, hey, so by the way, on your questionnaire, I also see that you, um, hmm, and I'm dying. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And he's looking over my questionnaire and he says, um, yeah, I see on here that you have a very strict routine of doing the same thing every day. I looked at him and I said, yep, that's what I wrote. And he said, all right, well, look, here's what I want you to do tonight. As you're in your sleeping bag, falling asleep, what I want you to think about is how it would be if you visited new places, if you spent time going out of your way to break your routine and visit somewhere new each day, or take a different route to work, or try a new restaurant, how would that feel if you weren't afraid and controlled by that need to have a routine every day? And if you let go of the need of familiarity, what kind of experiences would you have? Just think about it. Just humor me, he said. So I said, okay. So that night, as I was drifting off to sleep, I did what I was asked. And again, that night, I had the most glorious dreams all night long of exciting new places that I was visiting and the new things I was seeing and the new people I was meeting along the way and what fun, exciting times I was having. And there was no fear and there was nothing uncomfortable about it. And it was glorious. And I woke up that next morning and I felt happy. 
happy and thrilled. And I got out of my sleeping bag and I stretched and I smiled and I stepped out of my tent and I looked around me and the top of the mountain seemed to be a little closer. And I thought, oh gosh, Sheila, you're losing it. You don't have enough oxygen in your brain up here on this mountain. You're hallucinating. But I didn't dare say anything because I didn't want to be turned back. I didn't want to be medically evaluated. I was actually enjoying myself on this trip. So my guide walks up to me and he says, okay, are you ready? And I said, yep, I'm ready. So we packed up our gear and we headed off for another day of climbing. And this is how every day went. As nightfall approached us, we would set up base camp, we would make our fire, and we would chat. And each night, my guide would bring up an area in my life that I was having difficulty with, and he would tell me to fall asleep and envision how it could be different. And each night I did. And each night I had the most beautifully glorious dreams. And each morning I woke up with more weight lifted off me and more pain having left my body and more mobility in my neck and my shoulders and my arms. And on the 12th night, as we were sitting around the campfire, he asked me about my fear of rejection and my fear of vulnerability. And we talked about it for a bit. And he said, okay, well, when you go to sleep tonight, like you've been doing for the last 11 nights, I want you to think about how it would feel if it didn't matter to you what people thought of you. And if it didn't matter to you, if someone told you no, if you could just move on and go about your day and not let it derail you. And if being vulnerable was actually a strength, not a weakness. So he said, when you're going to sleep tonight, just envision that. And I did. And that night I'd had amazing dreams of just breaking out of that fear and going for things that I never thought I would try to do and putting myself out there in ways that I would never have the courage to do before and feeling confident and strong and excited for life. And the next morning when I woke up, I didn't want my dreams to stop. I was so excited. And I stepped out of my tent and I looked up to see how much farther we had to climb to get to the top of that mountain. And there was no more top of the mountain. I had already arrived. I was already standing at the top of the mountain. And I was so confused. And I knew that this had been happening every morning when I woke up, that we were closer and closer to the top of the mountain. But again, I really just thought I was hallucinating. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't want to mention it because I was having such a beautiful experience. I was really afraid that maybe something was wrong with me. I didn't want them to send the medics up. And I just, I didn't know what to make of it. And I stood there looking out the glorious view of the mountain peaks and the blue sky and the billowy clouds. And out of the corner of my eye to the left of me, I saw this gorgeous golden gleaming bridge outstretched into the unknown so far that I couldn't even see where it was going. And I just stood there in utter confusion 
and I heard the footsteps of my guide approaching behind me, and I turned around, and he could see how confused I was, and he could see tears in my eyes. And I just shook my head as he approached me, and he said, I see we've reached the top of the mountain. And I opened my mouth to speak, and nothing would come out. And he said, very gently, he said, Sheila, look, I know this probably doesn't make sense to you, but there's something that I need to tell you. You've contracted a disease on this mountain. And my eyes widened. And he said, well, now wait a minute, though. He said, I don't want you to worry about it because honestly, there's a cure if you want it. There, there is a cure for this disease you've contracted. But also, I just want to let you know that a lot of people go on to live long, happy lives with this disease. So, you know, I don't want you to worry. He said, but I do need to tell you that you've contracted dreamer's disease. And I, again, I didn't know what to say. He said, now look, if you want, if you want, we can cure you of this. All you need to do is go back down the mountain the way you came. And when you reach the bottom, your life will go back to exactly how it was before you started. Or you can turn around and take a step to your left onto that bridge into the unknown and go on to live the rest of your life with this dreamer's disease. So I had a decision to make. I gave my guide a very big hug and thanked him for everything that he helped me with along the way. And I turned around and I took the first step onto that bridge. We're all climbing our own mountain. Some of ours are bigger than others. But if you have the ability to dream that your life could be different in any way at all, then it's time to make some decisions. Yes, the unknown is scary and being comfortable is easy. But what happens when being comfortable is hurting you? Because being comfortable doesn't mean that all is good. Being comfortable just means you know what to expect every day. For me, being comfortable in my misery just meant that I knew every day when I woke up how my day was going to go, how I was going to feel, what pain I was going to have in my body. And every day I knew what to expect and that was comfortable. But I finally got tired of my own BS and I started dreaming about what my life would be like if I started to face my fears and the things that were holding me back. I decided to take my first step onto the bridge of the unknown. And that's where this journey actually began. I decided that the best thing I can do for me was to start seriously looking at my life and how it needed to change. And I was going to document it for an entire year. And that's what I did. I sat down and I made a list of all the areas in my life that were holding me back because of fear or because of feelings of unworthiness or because of you name it. I had lots of excuses for being in the state that I was in. And I decided to make that list and each month I was going to take one thing off that list and spend 30 days working on it. So I had a year of 30 day challenges of areas in my life that were limiting me, that I wanted to correct, that I wanted to work on. We're all works in progress all the time. Life is always going to give us challenges and how we face those challenges define the quality of our life, our perception of ourselves define what decisions we make. So 
I decided that I was ready to start making some real changes. So I made my list. So I did things like 30-day shopping diet. I learned how to swim. I visited one new place every day. I did a 30-day sobriety during the holidays. I tackled public speaking. I spent a whole month going out and meeting new people. I learned how to dance. I spent a month in the CrossFit gym. (laughs) I worked on my personal finances. I spent a month being vulnerable and learning how to accept no. I embraced imperfection, and I spent a month letting go of control. As I approached the end of that year-long journey, I was sitting at my dining room table where I am now recording this episode, and I didn't want to be done. I had learned so much about myself in that year, and I'd met so many amazing people that I knew it was just the beginning. And I wanted to somehow take it to a, a bigger platform than my blog, and that's when it came to me. I'm going to start a podcast. Not I'm thinking about it. Maybe I should. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. No, it was definitive in that exact moment. Um, Now, I must tell you, I had no idea how to do that. (laughs) Honestly, I had absolutely no clue at all how to start a podcast, but I was going to make it happen. And I got up and I paced my kitchen with an electricity going through me that I'd never felt before. And that's when I knew that I was on the right path. So I spent several months figuring out how to do this. I went to seminars, I found mentors, I found meetup groups, and here we are. You're listening to me, and you have no idea what that means to me. It's my goal in this podcast to take everything that I've experienced and everything that I've learned and everything that I continue to learn and stories from other people who are doing amazing things to get out of their comfort zone in hopes to inspire you to realize that you are stronger than you think and you are capable of living your dreams and you can do anything once you decide. For me, change did not happen overnight, but it started with that first step and a realization that it was in my power to start making changes in my life. It was that determination to start exploring. I had to step into courage to do that. Stepping out of your comfort zone means doing things that you don't feel comfortable doing, getting outside of your comfort levels. Our comfort zone is a sense of familiarity, security, and certainty. It's safe. Psychologically, our comfort zone is the place that we're most at home. And there's nothing wrong with being in your comfort zone unless you get too comfortable there and it starts to hold you back instead of challenging yourself to learn and grow and try new things. Stepping outside your comfort zone is important and almost a universal factor in personal growth. How can we expect to evolve in our lives if we only stick to habit and routine? Being uncomfortable requires you to step into your courage. And the more you step into courage, the more confident you become. And each time you step out of your comfort zone and you do something new and you have a new experience, your comfort zone expands. And then when you step out of that new level of your comfort zone and push yourself that much further, then your comfort zone gets even bigger. And before you know it, your little tiny circle becomes gigantic and you start to realize what you're truly capable of. I thank you so much for listening to this first episode. It means the world to me that this is out there. And I hope that as I continue to release episodes each week, that I bring you inspiration and light and value. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Sheila Dare. You can also shoot me an email at courageovercomfort at mail.com. 
And as I continue to take on 30-day challenges, I'll be announcing that through social media, through podcast episodes. And I have some great guests coming up to share their stories of how they stepped into their courage and got out of their comfort zone as well. So thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. I'm Sheila Dare, and I encourage you to live outside your comfort zone. Until next time.